Forefront with Adam and Christina Hannon. Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 17 years. We have four kids. And in this podcast, we're asking each other three marriage checking questions. What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? And what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? All right, I'm putting you in the hot seat first this week, babe. All right, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, what's something that's brought you joy recently? This is really an update from something that had been hard for me. I had mentioned a few episodes ago about this really amazing new study Bible I had received as a gift and how the pages were sticking together and they made that horrible like ripping sound like yeah like like you're destroying god's word but it was just like you're trying to study peeling the new pages apart (laughs) yeah yeah and so they were so sticky but we have been on vacation and what i found is that those bible pages do not stick together when i'm sitting next to the pool (laughs) the lounge chair by the pool somehow has this magical effect on on the pages of this bible and they just open the humid florida air perhaps has a part (laughs) to play in that okay so i love that you had something hard and now it's something that gives you joy Mm. i can kind of see a request coming in the near future i mean what is your role as a husband to provide you an atmosphere to study your bible in (laughs) right i could see it coming More time in Florida, I guess. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just that I've used it enough and played with enough of the pages that now they actually open. But I did laugh (laughs) to myself as I was sitting by the pool. The kids were swimming and I was just quiet. And what do you know? Like, this problem is no longer a problem. (laughs) And you were happy (laughs) at the pool. How about you? What's something that brought you joy? Okay, so we were on our trip to Florida I Ubered for the first time in my life. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. You had encouraged me to quick download the Uber. We got to get from the airport to the place. And uh, and I did. And it's slick. We live in a small town, just so everyone knows. There are. I I don't even know that there are Ubers. Uh, there might be. Maybe. I've never I've never needed to because That's I've, true. I've just never needed an Uber. Mm-hmm. Where the here's an example where I needed an Uber, so I used it and they couldn't make it easier to use. Right. It's great. Even like when you're traveling, they ask you like, "Hey, how much you want to tip your driver?" Wow. Okay, and it gives you percentages. You don't even have to calculate anything. It's just one of three choices. It's so easy to use. The only downside is they dropped us off at the wrong resort. We had to walk a mile in the Florida heat to get to the real resort. (laughs) Other than that, it was easy. Other than that. It was great. (laughs) They drove away and one of our kids was like, I think this is the wrong hotel. And I'm like, no, it's the right hotel. This is where Uber (laughs) dropped us off. (laughs) Why would they be mistaken? They've got GPS. Uh, Whoops. Yep. So hauling our luggage to the... One down the road. That was okay. It was fine. <laughs> but it was a fun experience, so glad we did it. I love, can I just say, I love those little cars, like on the map, the Uber map, when you open it and it shows like all the cars like swarming around, like waiting. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. There's a swarm of Ubers waiting just for like somebody waiting. to click. I need you. Yep. <laughs> I need you right here. And now. you know exactly where the Uber is. It's like, hey, 
you must be Fabio. <laughs> I saw you coming around the corner <laughs> on my phone. So good. All right. So what's been hard for you recently? Child wrangling gets a little tricky. Well, it's always been tricky, but now Exponentially, the more kids that you have, the trickier it gets because yeah. you find one, but then where did the others go? You know, <laughs> we, we deal with this every Sunday at church. You oh, know, like, getting to church isn't the problem. It's getting everybody out of church. Right. Oh, I my mean, goodness. Sometimes you just give up and you pull around with the van and you're like under the awning at church waiting for everyone. And... Sleeping on the horn. It's like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you get two together and then one walks off. And So we've we got these season passes, which is also amazing to the water parks so that I can study the Bible. <clears throat> <laughs> um, <laughs> but they're surrounded by water. So nobody has a phone. I mean, even like the people next to you in line, nobody's got their phone on them. No. How do these kids know what time it is? They don't. And we still have basketball practice or like somebody has to work at three o'clock. Well, how am I supposed to wrangle four kids to get them out of the water park when they have no idea what time it is? Right. And that's a big water park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the hard thing. Here's what I did to solve the problem. I was like, well, they need some waterproof watches. There you go. So we ordered these great waterproof watches. Well, this afternoon, I was trying to set up my son's, you know, like set the time, the date. You know, this is kind of fancy. So you can even set like the year. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? Hmm. You know what it wanted? What did it want? The lunitudinal interval. <laughs> Of your location. Hold on. This watch is more high tech than anything we own. Because you just got watches. You didn't get smart watches. I didn't get smart watches. But it's asking for the lutetunial. <laughs> Lun. <laughs> Lun. No. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Lunatidal. Oh. Lun like the lunar so yeah. like the moon, the moon affects the tide and the tide okay so because it'll tell you like when the tide is coming in and out which is super handy in iowa <laughs> <laughs> even at the water park like who cares about like, the lunatidal I, luna I just want my kids to be able to make it to basketball practice <laughs> on time like I... they're not gonna get swept away into the ocean <laughs> so i don't so i must have entered it Incorrectly. <laughs> I even Googled, like, how do I find my title <laughs> interval? And there's nothing. There's not like a handy, like, obviously, this is where you are and this would be your <laughs> Luna title. Yeah. No, there's nothing like that. So somebody needs to make that, by the way. Um, <laughs> I got all the, you know, things entered, like, found something that might be our Luna title interval in there. And I was so excited because it had a, a feature where, like, you, it shows you the times around the world. So, like, what time is it in New York City? What time is it in London? You know, all these things. I'm like, how cool. Mm -hmm. Also not really necessary for us at this point, but I was really excited about it. And I had done all this work to set up the latitude, longitude, all the things oh this goodness. watch. And then I was like, guess what time it is in New York City? And I'm like, it's 1.32. I'm like, no, it's not. What did I do wrong? <laughs> After $12, the more you spend on a watch, the more complicated it is to get that on the kid's wrist. And... Luna title interval. Anyway, 
What's been hard for you this week? We had a little get together with my parents and with my brothers. Everybody was in town, which was rare and really cool. It was really fun. Had brother uh, and his family in town from Myrtle Beach and my other brother and his wife. You know, we mentioned two episodes back that they just had their first baby, baby Hux. Mm-hmm. And we do get to call him Hux. Yep. Yep. Huxley. And uh, what a joy to be able to, to see him. And But what was hard was the basketball game because there's some competitiveness and some... some- like, <laughs> There's a little bit of competitiveness, yeah. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. So we divided the teams, and the big challenge was, okay, so me and my brother, my one brother, we're old and we're wrestlers. We were wrestlers decades ago, which means that we don't basketball well. <laughs> That's what that means. And we're old, and that means we're out of shape, right? So it was me and him and our 13-year-old against a team of three high school basketball players. One of them is going to be a senior and he's six foot four. Okay. It's like, we got this. We got this. First one of 10 wins. And we finally managed to make one basket. And I'm gassed. I'm like, (laughs) what did we sign up for here? This isn't going to go our way. We ended up winning though. And it was like 95 degrees. It was hot. And so just existing, yep. I think you started the game gassed. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. We had just done a big scavenger hunt out in the yard. And so we were all just like, whew, yeah. we need to get inside in the AC. But no, it's basketball time. Oh, yeah. So we all pulled up lawn chairs, the rest of us, to watch yep. you guys. And it was that was impressive work. You think so? Yeah. You brought the... I mean, you you just casually say, "Oh well, we won." No, that was that was epic. I was gonna say we brought the heat, but no, the heat was already it there. It was. Um, we ended up winning ten to one over these uh, these basketball <laughs> players. It was amazing. And the best part, my brother wanted to to finish the game. It's like we're not we're not finishing this off until I can dunk on Mick, the six foot four kid, mm-hmm. and he did. <laughs> It was great. See, everything was on the line because statistically showing, like, we should not win this game. And then statistically showing, like, it's only going to get harder from this time out because we're getting older and they're getting better. But you guys are so passionate about winning. I think they just went into it assuming that, oh, it's easy. We we got this. They don't even know anything about basketball. We gave it 357%. You did. Yeah. You did. <laughs> so we won and we'll just uh, carry that to our to our grave. So <laughs> there we go. That was that was a hard thing, but we did overcome. That was exciting. Good job. Thank you. All right. Uh what's on the forefront of your mind? I'm so thankful to have good friends who will ask hard questions Mm -hmm. and be there and walk with us through joyful times and through hard times and we got to sit down with some of our closest friends and and just have dinner the other night and they they asked us they said what would you say is the climate in your marriage right now so let me ask you what would you say is the climate in our marriage right now the climate in our marriage oh hot and spicy (laughs) It's good. I think it's I think it's I think it's good. You know, there are a few storms that blew through, you know, but those have been resolved. They didn't last long and 
I'm having a really good season in our marriage. A really good season. Love it. Good. I'm glad to hear that. What would you say? What's what's our marital climate like right now? <laughs> I think I would say that it's like it's it's warm. It's it feels maybe tropical. Mm-hmm. Is how I would describe it. Yeah. And and in that I recognize like, yeah, it it feels great right now. Yep. But there's always a risk that right around the corner is a tropical storm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so I <laughs> Maybe I'm pessimistic, but I'm I'm a little guarded, I guess, right now. Like, okay, what what can we do? What safeguards can we put in place to protect our marriage and to keep it like warm and and or as you would say, hot and spicy? You know, like <laughs> that's not pessimistic. That's wisdom. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that then. <laughs> because I think it's important to protect our marriage because this is a covenantal relationship that we've committed to each other and to God that we would be faithful to each other. Mm-hmm. So we need to ensure that there won't be any issues. To the best of our ability. To the best of our ability. Yes. And even like perceived issues is something that we've been concerned about. Not really concerned, but something that's been on the forefront of our minds. Right. Yeah. Like I don't want anything in our marriage that could be or or like in our conduct, even like when we're apart from each other. Right. Anything that could be misunderstood. Right. We don't want it to look fishy. Right. And so... The reason this is on the forefront of my mind is because your position at work has sort of changed. Yeah. It's shifted. And so you're in a higher, you know, leadership place. And so I think this is important for our marriage because, number one, I think you're working with a larger number of people. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and so just the amount of relationships that you have through work is going to go up. Mm-hmm. And so how can you protect in those relationships? But not only just for you and I, but in a leadership capacity, you then are kind of setting the standard of this is how I will behave or this is how these are maybe the hard and fast rules that I have when I'm interacting with people of the opposite sex just to safeguard myself my wife our covenant Mm -hmm. but also whomever i'm with and their marriage um and so as a leader what sort of effect would that have as it ripples through all of the new people that you're now working with that you are showing by example, like, this is how I live my life in integrity. So it's not just you and me. It's like other people can look to you and say, oh, wow, like Adam is proactively taking steps to protect his marriage. And it makes you think, like, am I am I also doing that? Like anytime somebody's proactively doing something, it's like, oh, maybe I should do that. I don't know. That's what I that's what I usually think about. But um, so I just thought, you know, what are what are the steps that we have taken in the past? Should we just revisit those, make sure they're still like accurate, a good choice? Are there new things that we need to kind of implement or do um, in this new position? Yeah. And these are things that we're striving to get better at all the time. We mentioned our, our 
trip to Florida recently. That was a work trip. And you got to come with, which was awesome. And sit by the pool. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Work on your theological (laughs) studies. But also, just to have you come along, I think, was great accountability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's one not having closed door meetings with people of the opposite gender. Right. Yeah. And I I like to have the policy where, you know, kind of an open door policy at work, like any of my coworkers can just come in and talk. But I don't have glass on my door at work. Okay. One, that needs to change. Or two, I need to meet in the conference room instead because uh, I'm uncomfortable with the idea of having a closed door meeting with a female that's not you. And then also, I think something that's newer you know this is this totally dates us this shows that we have been married for 17 years <laughs> when when we first kind of were setting these systems in place texting wasn't well i mean was it a thing we were texting when we were dating that was still okay. new all right so but it was new yeah and it wasn't to the extent that it is now and you we certainly were doing aol messenger babe oh <laughs> that just dated us <laughs> Do you remember what your, um, I want to say handle, what your like screen name was? No. No? Do you? I remember what mine was. What was it? Blonde Bombshell. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Pretty sure Cannon was in mine. I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Adam the Cannon Hannon. <laughs> we're off track. Where were we? Texting. That's a reference to his biceps, I think. <laughs> Come on. Oh. But, okay, for real. Yep. When we started dating or when we were newly married, you wouldn't, nobody would have been texting somebody from work. Right. 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 Yeah. Like texting was not a part of work. It wasn't acceptable work culture. No. It was was strictly personal. Where now I'm texting coworkers all the time. It's the norm. Yeah. It's communicate because communication is important. But how can you do that safely? As a married person. Mm-hmm. And how do you keep, you know, keep your texting with like, you know, especially if it's one-on-one group text. I mean, that's a whole different can of worms because mm-hmm. then you're in a group. Yeah. There's some, there's some safety in that, I guess, depending on the group, <laughs> the groups we're in. I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, but, but one-on-one, especially like that. Okay. Is this work related? Or are we just texting personal things and kind of between, you know, mixed gender, is this appropriate? You know, are mm. we um, starting to blur the lines of this is a work relationship or this is becoming a friendship that doesn't include our spouses? Mm. We can be friends with the people we work with. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be, I think, pretty clear boundaries around our our private communication with them. Yep. That's, That's a all. challenge. That's a challenge because you want to try to balance good communication with uh, protection of uh, the relationship that matters most, and that's your spouse. So, yep, to have those clear boundaries set up, write it down if, if that helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, that's just what I've been thinking about, and maybe it doesn't sound exciting, but um, I think it's it's important, and it takes some work. Yep. And it... It takes a whole lot of discipline, but what do they say? Success wears overalls. Success wears. I've never heard anybody say that. <laughs> Success wears. Okay, well, like, okay, because like, it takes work. You have to do the work. You got to do the work. So put on the work bibs. 
That's what they say. We want to have a successful marriage. That's, that's so we're going to wear overalls. And that's what we say. <laughs> anyway, wow. What's been on the forefront of your mind? <laughs> I want to put that on one of those like inspirational posters for the wall with like, like the a, sunset and the like a cat wearing overalls. <laughs> yep, cat wearing overalls. Okay, so what's been on the forefront of my mind? Uh, it's is just a small thing, just really. <laughs> small compared to that the secret to peace oh please what yeah. tell us well it was at that conference we were at in florida again uh somebody was speaking and uh shared this little quote and i wrote it down it's actually i think it's really good that's the smallest notebook i've ever seen this is a little uh convention hack i have like i'm just tired of like carrying a big bag with me around at these conventions so it's like, I could bring my laptop. I could bring a big notebook. Instead, I just got like this small... How, how big would you say that is? Like, this It's thing, not even a three by five. But I could but fit see in my pocket. it would fit in your back pocket. Yeah. It's so, not even bulky. Uh-uh. It's thin. It's thin. That... Fit okay. in my back pocket. And I, I just didn't carry anything around at the convention. I it was so back, freeing. I take back all the judgmental... <laughs> thoughts i had in my mind that's all i ask about your tiny i felt so free i'm glad i'm so glad you know after a year and a year and a quarter of not being able to shake hands and i had two hands open Mm -hmm. hello everybody and it's gonna be really easy to find this quote because (laughs) you only have like five pages in that notebook (laughs) but i got it (laughs) the secret to peace you ready I don't know. (laughs) The secret to peace is to embrace the current situation as if you had chosen it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds good. I don't want to jump to like, oh man, it's so good because, you know, it's pithy and it's good. It's like, I've been thinking through this for a few days and kind of letting it simmer a little bit. It's like, yeah, I think that is pretty good. How would you apply this to the windshield wipers? Our son's windshield wipers that don't work. His windshield wipers don't work. And he took it in and they said, oh yeah, we can fix it for 760 bucks. Ouch. Yeah. So that's the current situation that we were dealing with today. How do we The secret to peace is to embrace the current situation as if you had chosen it. Well, I wouldn't choose for expensive car repairs, but here he's, our son is in... It's our son's car. He's in a pretty safe situation because he's still under our roof. We want to teach him how to navigate car repairs, budget things, planning for the future, not getting stressed out over things. When you had just mentioned to him, I maybe you were thinking about this quote, but like, don't you feel so much freer? Knowing that you've already paid for your car. You don't have to make that monthly payment on it. Like, you just own it. I said that last week before the windshield wiper bill. So, yeah, I mean, you bought a cheaper car. Yeah. But you you don't have to pay that monthly, like the car bill. Right. So when a repair does come, it's sort of like, well, I chose this Mm -hmm. over a high car payment every month. Yep. So I'll take it. Yeah. Because it's still, well, in this case, I don't know that it's a better deal. 
the car has more problems than that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But, but it's an educational yeah. opportunity for our son in a pretty safe environment for him. There's some mm -hmm. cushion there, and I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity for him to learn. Yeah. There we go. I'm not going to stress. I ain't got time for that. Well, we better get our overalls on. So this has been <laughs> Forefront with Adam and Christina Hannon. And Forefront is a production of Northwestern Media. Hey, this is Adam and Christina again, and we just want to let you know that we are thankful that you would spend time with us and take the time to listen to Forefront. Last episode, we had Ellie Holcomb on as a guest. Her new album, Canyons, is out now, and we want to give you a chance to win the digital copy of the album. For details, you can find Forefront on Facebook.